You know, you might think that financial planning is only for older people, but it can be valuable for individuals at all stages of their life. At Zenith Wealth, we help clients from their 20s through to their 70s and beyond, working with them to make sure their dreams come true and they have a life they love. Zenith Wealth will be happy to answer any questions that you might have about their financial planning process. Go to zenithwealth.com.au. How was that for an intro, G? That was the best introduction. It sort of ties in pretty well to with our guest speaker today, so I'm very excited. It certainly does. It certainly does. Now, I just pinched that. Uh, that is actually a. Are you c- telling people that you've stolen? Yeah, the yeah, song? yeah. I'm telling okay. people this. It, it's actually a. Um, it's a cover of a song from the Goodies. Oh, the Goodies! Oh my yeah, goodness, goodies. I love that and, show. Uh, that. Uh, was uh, Spider Bait's version of Run, which was... Oh, I remember the goodies doing Run. Run yeah, to yeah yes. coming to get you. <laughs> yeah, so anyway... I do remember that. I thought it'd be very appropriate. So, welcome everybody to episode four of Get the Know How. You're with me, Grant Howe, your host, and I'm joined again by my beautiful co-host, uh, Giovanna Simpson. You, did you almost forget my name then? No, I no, no. I was, I was I was thinking about giving you a um oh a great big spiel a great big spiel. Yes. You know, uh, you know about you being um you know successful successful business owner. And uh, folks, do you realise that she's the deputy mayor of our city? I am. How, how amazing! Crazy is how that? amazing is that? And uh, and she's a great lady and a great friend. And I'm glad to see you again, G. It's been a long week. What have you been up to? It has been a long week. Well, I've been uh, obviously busy working, but spent the weekend what I call glamping because I don't like to sleep in a tent. Um, I like to have power so I can you know put my hair straightener and stuff yep. all plugged in. You understand. Um, so we went glamping at the back of Penguin actually because of course we're doing things locally. Now, now is that up at the Mount Noman Pig Farm? Right near Mount Noman. It's called the Rustic Hut Retreat. I've heard it of it. It's beautiful. Yes, I, I actually drove past there a couple of weeks ago. I went for a little mountain climb and I, I saw it to the left as I was heading up. It's beautiful because, of course, with COVID, people are travelling in their backyard now. They are. So uh, Penguin's a beautiful spot. And we spent the weekend up there glamping. Glamping. Fantastic. Glamping sounds good. A few girls. Few girls, few guys, and lots of kids running around, and lots of mountain biking and motorbikes, and oh, sounds like um, yeah, it was fantastic, fantastic. fun. And guess what I did? What did you do? I pretty much sat in the camping chair the whole time. Yeah, pretty much. And you drank plenty of wine. <laughs> I'm not a big drinker, Grant. You know this? No, I no, know. Just a couple. Just a couple. Yeah. Oh, that's fantastic. Well, I don't know what I actually did anything too exciting on the weekend at all. Um, 
Oh my goodness, it got me thinking. Uh, I read the newspaper. Well, that's exciting. Yeah, I actually. Did you start putting up your Christmas decorations? No, 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 no. It, it, now, tell me. You know, I'm I'm not the Christmas Grinch. Oh, um, okay, good. I'm not a big fan of going overboard at Christmas. There was no way in, in hell I could be bothered, you know, decorating my home with lots of lights. But um, some people are already putting their Christmas trees up. That is correct, Grant. And I'm going to be honest with you and tell you that I went Christmas tree shopping today and I have already actually started putting my Christmas decorations up. They are up. Oh, really? That's correct. Isn't that meant to be bad luck? Well, you know, it is, and people say that. They say that you have to actually wait till the 1st of December. Yeah. But let's be honest about this, Yeah, Grant. get a life, people. How much bad luck can we have? We've had a global pandemic this year, so I'm thinking putting a few lights up before the 1st of December, not that much of an issue, is it? No, not really uh, much of an issue at all, really, when you think about it. Um, I think my partner, Erin, she has ordered a new Christmas tree for us this year, but she's going for something a little bit different. She's going for a felt Christmas tree that you stick to the wall and the little ones can make the decorations. Oh, that's wonderful. I love um, that idea. Mainly because the big big concern we've got is we've got this great big tree and it's got lots of nice glass (laughs) balls on it and... uh, Lovely choking devices. Yeah, choking yep. devices and uh, not good with two-year-old twins. So That's correct, yeah. Who uh, don't quite understand, um, know as well as they should. And uh, But anyway, that's another story. So today, G, um, we've got a great guy coming today. Yeah, we well, have. actually, we're coming in. We're phoning him. Um, and, you know, as we said right from the start, this podcast is all about ordinary people Uh Achieving extraordinary things. So, we're going to be interviewing a guy named Caden Bracken today, and he's a, a West Coast boy from uh, Tasmania. Uh, great young fella, and uh, he likes to run. He does. That's the theme song today. That is the theme as well, song which today. Is running, so, so shall we give Caden a? A call? Yes, I think we should. He's right. um, a, a fantastic runner and, of course, he's got a run coming up very soon, but we'll talk to him about that. Well, let's ring him up now let's and have a chat. Let's ring him up right now. Let's get him on the hot seat. Or in the hot seat, even. I feel like I'm going to tell him he's won $10,000. Hello. Hello, you've won $10,000. Hey, no, really. you, no, you didn't because <laughs> you, you you didn't say uh, the cash cow. The cash what, cow what do you got to say? I, I wake up with sunrise. Yeah, we're all good. We're all good. Caden, how are you, mate? Yeah, pretty good, mate. Yeah, so you got you got Grant here, and of course uh, Giovanna, who you know very very well. And uh, yeah, um, tell us, mate, what have you been up to? How's your day been? Well, pretty flat out, mate. Pretty flat out. Just doing a reclad currently down at the morning rosary at MMG, so yeah, okay. pretty busy day today. Now, they're pretty high, aren't they? The the, the um, stuff that you climb on the scaffolding, that's pretty high. How high off the ground would that be? Uh, roughly where we are now, probably 20 metres. Yeah, and no, I'm good. I'm good on the ground level. Yeah. I'm quite happy about, <laughs> yeah. I'm quite happy about yeah. being on the ground. Yeah, no, I'm, uh, I'm a bit like that myself. Don't like heights at all. Uh, you, so you'd wear protective harness gear and everything else. I mean, everything's quite uh, – there's rules, strict rules around that sort of stuff these days, isn't there? And um, Yeah, especially on mine sides. Everything's, everything's pretty battened down on, mate. Yeah. yeah, I would think so. So, Caden, 
tell us a little bit about yourself. You've just, uh, well, you've just got a new uh, new arrival in your family, Eli, your son. I have, mate. I have. He was born on the 25th of August. Fantastic. Uh, another little addition to, to add to the family, mate. I've now got three precious little children. Fantastic. Uh, yeah, they're beautiful Very kids. lucky man. What are their ages? Uh, my daughter's six. Yep. My middle child, Keaton, is... Three and Eli is about to turn three months. Yeah, beautiful ages. Isn't that cool? They're such gorgeous kids. Beautiful, as well, Caden. beautiful ages. You're going to have any more, Caden, or is that it? <laughs> nah, that's, that's about me. Mate. If the doctor doesn't do it, I'll do it for him. Yeah, I can tell <laughs> you. Interesting. Because uh, yeah, it's a car upgrade when you go to four. Yes, it yeah, is. exactly. Yes, good call. As I've just found out. You just found out because Grant's <laughs> just had twins as well. So yeah, my God. Oh, congratulations. Well, well two, they're, they're, oh, they're two. They're two. Still. But they're still my babies. Uh, uh, we've got an uh, unlucky couple in our family. Well, we're not unlucky. They're very, very lucky. But my uh, my brother-in-law and his partner have actually had two sets of twins. So Wow. Yeah, so they've got four kids under the age of three. Oh. Wow. Just I hope she sees a psychologist because I feel like I might need to find no, I, uh, <laughs> look, I, can, I can assure you they do a bloody amazing that's job. Amazing. Oh, they would, they, they would do because that's bloody hard work. That's really hard. Yeah, yeah. that's that flat out. That, yeah. That's really hard work. I mean, it's hard enough with uh, one set of twins. Um, I couldn't imagine having four under the age of three. Exactly. Oh, yeah. boy, oh, boy. But let's talk to you, Caden, about your running. Let's get you are a fund runner, of course. There's so, nothing fun about well, running. Pretend to be. Nothing fun about not a, running not a at fun all. runner, a fun dirt with a D on it. Oh, a fun dirt <laughs> runner. There's no fun in running, let's be honest about this. Oh, some people think not, <laughs> but... No, that's right. There is a lot of fun in running, but but you do it for a cause, Caden. So do you want to, uh, I guess, talk to us about how that all started and, and what inspires you as well to do that? Uh, yeah, I, um, I do a lot of fun runs. Yeah, a lot of people have seen them through the time for SIDS and kids. I've also done one for the Royal Children's Hospital. Um, the main one for SIDS and kids was through my family. We lost eight kids in my family to SIDS. Oh, so, goodness gracious. Yeah, that's, that's crazy. Yeah, something that hits pretty close to home in our family, and they, they continue to say that it's not hereditary, but I live to believe that one family surely can't be that unfortunate. Yeah, that's right, so, eight kids. No. Yeah, that's but really that's, that's where mainly... Mainly, my runs have stemmed from it's. So, were these your your siblings, Caden? These are your siblings, your cousins, or? Oh, I've had a brother. I've had a couple of cousins. I've had an uncle. I've had a niece. Yeah, it's pretty widespread across the family, mate. Yeah. So, so you you did a run uh, to raise awareness and and funds to into research. Is that right? Yep, yep. That's what the first one was for, mate. Yep. Now this run. Let me uh, just make sure I got this right. You ran from a little town on the west coast <laughs> of Tasmania called Rosebury. Yep, which is in a the old hometown. The, the old, old hometown, hometown which, that's right. Which is Born in a bread. in a gully, if you like, a deep gully, basically, uh, mate. <laughs> and so the 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 run started with a quite a big uphill um, start, <laughs> which is Rosebury. fine. Yeah, um, beautiful. But, spot, but you ran all the way to. Devonport, Tasmania, and then yep. jumped on the Spirit of Tasmania. Yep. Which sails, I don't know what, 250, 300 kilometres yes, across Bass Strait. Yep. And yep. you finished your run at the hospital in Melbourne. 
Yep, that is correct at the Royal Children's Hospital in Melbourne. So, yep. Caden, how many kilometres was that all up for that run? Uh, to be exact, I wouldn't be. Oh, we've lost him. We've lost him. Where's he gone? Caden, are you there? Anyway, yep. Uh, we got you back we now. Got we got you back. We, we lost you there for a minute. Lost you there for a, a, a little bit. Uh, Telstra, you know. Uh, <laughs> we'll blame on, on the northwest coast of Tasmania. <laughs> yeah, there's a few black spots. Some, some <laughs> of them are in our lounge room. Yeah, two of them in our lounge room. But um, so it was a fairly long run, obviously. I can't remember the kilometres. but um, Yeah, I can't remember exactly on the kilometres, but it was well and truly in the hundreds. Yeah. So. But that, I mean, that, that run was massive. And I know, Caden, that obviously you hurt your foot fairly um not far from the starting line, you hurt your foot coming on the on the road, and, yeah, and then you had a couple yeah. of near misses with trucks and things. So it was a bit um, scary there for a little while, wasn't it? It was. It was a bit full on. So we we started Mount Black and we cruised up that quite fine. Actually, I sort of thought that it was going to be a bit of a bit of a mental battle, more than what it be a physical battle. But we got to the top and started cruising down the bottom before I even knew it, and we got got about three quarters of the way down or basically right on the last corner and I tried to stick to the edge a little bit too close and went down in one of the culverts and ended oh. up in bracken turns in the side of the mountain. So Yeah, that's not good. And then to no, have to run no. all the way to, to Bernie then, I guess, for your next stop was was pretty horrendous, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, it was. So on the first day we made it just shy of the uh, wood chip mill there at Highclere. Yes. And, um, yeah, it was... It was very, very testing. I can put it that in not so many words. It was quite <laughs> sore, quite fat, quite red and purple and <laughs> a yeah. couple of other colours. It was, it was yeah. pretty bad. But I guess that, uh, that that run, I mean, going into Devonport is quite a feat as well, isn't it, Caden? That hill up the Don there. Was that a bit of a struggle for you as well? Yeah, yeah, it definitely was. Well, on, on my first ever run, see, I ran from, um, from Burnie to Sprayton for my first one. Right, and yep. and the and the Penguin Hill got me a little bit. Oh, but I know I made that it hill. To the top, yep. And then and then Don Don Hill got me got me extremely good. So that was a bit of a taste, and it sort of sat in the back of my mind. And when we when we organised the second run to Devonport from Rosebury, I I had a couple of little goals that I wanted to get, and that was definitely at the forefront of my mind. I wasn't going to let it beat me again. But we got over Penguin. Yep. And we set a pretty good pace to Alberson. And then we got got to the uh, Lilico Strait, and the only thing I thought about over Lilico Strait is it will not bloody get me again. Yeah. Work. And we ended up getting it. It didn't beat me, but I can assure you that it was about the last little bit that I had. Yeah, <laughs> and that, I think that's what it. What I admire about you. I mean, I admire lots of things about you, obviously, Caden. But um, I admire the fact that you have got that courage and that strength to just keep going and saying, you know, you're not going. This isn't going to beat me, and you and you just go for it. And I think that's really empowering. Isn't it, Grant? Well, like it is, but I also think, Caden, and, and uh, I'm sure you agree with me, that um, you can talk yourself out of doing something before you do it. So if you're going with that mindset is that hill got me last time, it's probably going to get me again, guess what? It's going to get you again. So, you know, you've got to have your mindset, mindset right, and uh, obviously you attack this with a, a positive uh, positive view and uh, said, I'm not going to let it get me, and it, and it didn't. So, Caden... Um, I think it's extraordinary um, 
the the run. Uh, when you got to Devonport and you jumped on the Spirit, did you actually keep running or did you just nestle up at the bar? <laughs> oh, well, it's a funny story, actually, and, and Ralph Jones can actually explain it pretty well. I, I one of my best mates, and I sat down at one of the couches, and uh, I think Ralph thought that we were going to actually order a beer because I think each of us is a couple of little brutes and and as men, I suppose. And AA and I rocked up at the bar and actually ordered a couple of gin and tonics. So we got the shit <laughs> out a of the for a couple of hours. Well, steady on, on, on there, the G. That's a good thing. Sorry. So, sorry. <laughs> yeah. So the, uh, Sorry, mate, go ahead. Yeah, no, you're right, you're right. So you, you, you didn't actually run on the boat. You nestled up and had a couple of drinks and... Oh, we, we ticked the legs over, mate, but yeah, well, there wasn't much done on the boat, I can tell nah, you No, nah, no, and, I, <laughs> and I, I, I guess too, uh, after running 200-odd kilometres, uh, right. it wouldn't take too many gin and tonics to knock you over either, I That's wouldn't it. think. And then, of course, you, no. got off, you got off the ship and then ran to the Royal Children's Hospital. Now, of course, um, you with the money raised from that run, Kate, it was quite a fair bit. Um, what did that actually? What did you actually do with that money? Uh, so we actually managed to fund a bed, so sponsor a bed Fantastic. at the Royal Children's Hospital in Melbourne, which was pretty massive for us because we're only a little group that sort of started these just to raise a bit of awareness and a bit of funds for kids and kids. So to have something like that was absolutely phenomenal absolutely. in the ICU ward at the Royal Children's Hospital, mate. Yeah, yeah so it's it, was, it was pretty special to us. That sort of gave us a, a whole new meaning and a whole new hope that we could help other people, not just what I was going through mentally or what my family has gone through. It was, it was much more widespread than that. So, yeah, it was, it was really, really heartwarming, that's for sure. Oh, mate, that's it's brilliant. The um, and it's, Look, I, the Royal Children's Hospital in Melbourne, have you been in there? It, it's an um, it's uh, amazing. Gee, I know yeah. you have, Caden, you've amazing. been there. Um, yeah. It's an amazing <laughs> facility, um, yeah. the work they do. Caden, so the group that you've got that, that, that helps you organise, it, it's all family or have you got some outsiders roped in? But it's... It's not all family. Well, obviously, my family have jumped on board. So Harley, my brother, and Jason as well, and my dad as well. He, they've, they've all jumped on board and done done little bits. But the, the main sort of part of the crew has always been myself, Giovanna, Ralph Jones, and Adrian Barry. We sort of we're sort of the the main sort of yeah. group, I guess you'd call it, that have sort of put everything. Forward and, and, and I'd just like to mention that I don't actually run, Grant, because obviously <laughs> too, many, too many things move when I run, so I choose not to run. But I like doing all the organising and, and yeah, the fundraising, so that, that's that's my take. But, you know, the hard yards is done by this crew, by those boys. I mean, they do, you know, that they've got to, they've got to hit the pavement, they've got to fight the sweat and the tears. So someone runs with, with you or do you run on your own? Oh, Adrian Barry's jumped in yep. on a couple of legs and he's yep. also done a fair bit, which is absolutely yep. phenomenal yep. for, for him to jump in. He actually done it about a couple of weeks after just having a full sh- shoulder rego. So that was, that oh, was wow. pretty special. He ran with, a, with his he arm in a sling. <laughs> still had his arm in a sling, mate. That's, that's how determined he was to jump in and give me a hand. So, so you're obviously a, a good runner and I know you're a, you're a good athlete. I've seen you play football a couple of times and... Um, you're not. You're a big guy. You're a big, strong guy. You're fit. Um, probably not built like a runner. You're, you're built more like a. 
I don't know, a sprinter than a than a than a than a stayer, if you yeah. know what I mean. Like, because you, you're quite yeah, a you're yeah. big, fit guy, and you tear it up on the football field. Um, when did you realise that you could actually run? You had a talent for running. Ah, uh, when I was about nine. Nine, nine years of ten. age. Yeah, about nine or ten, mate. Yeah, I, I uh, obviously being down in in Rosebery and and my dad being a shift worker, so at that time he was working four and four. So if I wanted to play football, if Darren Hodge, my old coach, couldn't give me a lift or he'd already planned to give other people lifts, so I'd, I'd have to run down to football and train and then run home. So, That's amazing. You never ran to Queenstown, yeah, did you, to play on the um, gravel oval? Yeah, we, no, I never ran there. But oh, thank goodness. There. Right. <laughs> thank so, goodness. So, uh, yeah, and so you just worked out you had a bit of a talent for running and uh, just went from there. Have you actually competed in running at all? Like, t- actually done any competition? Oh, I've done a little carnival, like the Rosebury Carnival. So it's not little, obviously. It's pretty well known. Yep. In in December. I was only in grade nine. So I was only 15 at the time, and I actually won the 200-metre gift then. Oh, sweet. Wow, that's amazing. Which which was pretty cool. But, yeah, it's, it's, that's still, I suppose, not really, not really running to stay, is it? It's, it's, yeah. Obviously, the sprinting sort of side of me, but yep. yeah, I sort of obviously the things that I've sort of battled within myself and stuff that mode. I've just found that the pavement sets me free, and I've I've ran with it and just found an absolute love for it. Do you uh, find that? Um, I mean, a lot of people exercise, obviously, uh, not just for fitness, but for um, I I don't know, like relaxation, almost mental stimulus. Um, it helps with with one's. Uh, mental health as well as physical health. Do you find that you get a lot of benefits like that from running? Yeah, yeah, definitely, mate. Yeah, it's, it's definitely my escape. When things get a bit tough or the week at work gets a little bit hard for me, I think other than family, obviously, nothing nothing makes you smile more than your own family, but I, I think my biggest escape is definitely putting your feet to the pavement and just yep. and how putting far the music you... on, mate, and wherever I end up, I end up. Uh, so, so, the, so how far would you typically run then in one of these little relaxation <laughs> jaunts oh, it depends on what sort of episode I'm having <laughs> if I'm in a if I'm in a bad mood it can end up probably being 20 k's if I'm not that bad and I'm just a bit annoyed from the work week it'll probably just be 10 yeah okay that's a decent effort though yeah. I, I mean look it, it, it varies a lot yeah it does I guess and uh yeah I know when I'm uh when I'm having a bad day I'll quite often run off the couch to the fridge <laughs> Uh, <laughs> is that what you do? That's your exercise. Yeah, right? no, the I, the I, fridge. I do actually exercise. I, I actually do quite a bit of exercise, um, but running's not my my forte. I no, find, and that's it. I find um, running really hard, and I think part of it you do have to have a good technique when you run. Um, yeah, yeah I, your posture's got to be good. Yeah, your posture's good. I don't have that, so I I look like. A bit of a goose when I run, um, but I actually I, want to see you run. I'm going to make uh, you run outside. It's not good, afterwards. but but it, but it hurts, you know. Like the knees hurt. I, it's probably my age too, you know. I'm getting up a little bit, and I've you know done. I did a lot of running when I was when I was younger, and uh, when yep. I was surf club training, did a lot of distance running and stuff. But I think as you get older, you know, and you play a bit of football, and you you do start to. And you've played football ache. for a long time too, haven't you, Caden? Like that's you, you know you've played footy. At a pretty good level. Um, how long have you been doing that for? You, you're retired now, aren't you? I'm trying to retire. You're but trying I, I to think retire. I'm, you're terrible. I, I think I've pulled the boots back out. Oh, Who for? Dear. 
Well, I'm going to play for Sprayton next year, I reckon. Sprayton. Well, yeah, that, that'd be great. Club, so it's only seven minutes down the road. So. Oh, sensational. So you're living over Devonport Way? Yeah, yeah, living in the Trove with my partner, yep. Oh, fantastic. Well, Sprayton would be a good uh, a good place to play. Uh, it's not too yeah, far down, yeah, down, down the road. Home. Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. I thought uh, I thought you might have had a run around with South Burnie again or... Uh... <laughs> oh, it's a little bit too much travel. I do enough of that for work. What's I don't want to lose too much time with the family. You can only imagine what the missus would say about that. Yeah, no, fair enough too, fair enough We too. don't want to upset the other halves, I can but, tell you that. But you are happy a... Happy wife, happy life, mate. That's yeah, right. Yeah, so they say, uh, so they say, um, it, and a broke life too. Um, but you said um, <laughs> you said that, you know, well, sorry, you didn't say, I, I said that you're a pretty handy footballer and, and, and obviously you're pretty naturally gifted at sport. Uh with your football, did you ever take it past the country, you know, leagues? Did you ever play at a higher level or have ambitions to? Yeah, yeah. I, I played a couple of games for TSL when Clint Proctor come down and coached when he first come down. And you done very, very well when Proc was coaching as well um, because I was at a couple of those games. Um, you, well, I was one of the um, fill-ins for the reserves when I wasn't the runner for the reserves. You're a dark horse, man. In the the NWFL or whatever it's called. I thought he was just a musician. No, no, no. When when, a footballer as well. I'm impressed. I wasn't a good footballer, but when when, um, when, uh, Bernie had in the Northern League and the the State League and um, they were very short of players and I was just helping out the reserves as a runner, but... Um, when there was only 15 players and they needed a, a 16th, I would go and stand in the goal square. Yeah, the ball never <laughs> went down there, so I didn't have to do much. But um, <laughs> but 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 I do remember those games, and and you actually tore it up there one game, and they just um, you kicked it oh, two or three, I think, from memory. And, yeah, he's um, amazing to watch. He's a great. Um, and uh, I'm sure Proc would have loved to have uh, signed you up and kept you. Yeah, yeah. No, he mentioned on a few occasions that he'd like to keep me, but. Obviously, with a young family and working away a lot, it's, yeah. it's a very big commitment. What about other sports? Cricket? Uh, basketball? Oh, I have have played a fair bit of cricket. I've, I've actually officially retired from cricket. There's no more of that. And uh, basketball, I've, I used to play, but not not serious. It was nothing nothing special. Nah. But golf definitely my other hobby, that's golf. for sure. What's your handicap? Well, I play a five. Oh, not too bad at all. I don't, I'm going to be honest right now and just say oh, I have no idea what that means. Really? What do you mean playoff five? Like um, the number five? That means you're very, very five good. Five over par. It means that your average game is five over par. Okay. And you might have a par 72 or, or whatever it is. All right. I'm going to Google that later. Yeah. It means you're a decent golfer. It means you're a decent golfer. <laughs> yeah. That's all I need yeah, on no, the scale of things. It, okay. A, a, a very good golfer. So you play competition, Pennant? Uh, I've only played tennis a handful of times, but I've played a lot of comps. Yeah, yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, yeah no, she's not a bad game actually. Um, my, <laughs> I like I play golf maybe once a year, and it generally, you know, it's with the boys, and you know, you throw a couple of cans in the in the bag. And yeah, social golf. It's just social golf, and um, you yeah. know, you, no one keeps score, and you just walk and have a chat, and I find it to be very relaxing. Um, but again, yeah. it's one it's one of those sports if you want to get really good and you want to get your handicap down to to zero or go pro, I mean, you've got to dedicate a lot of time, don't you? 
Yeah, yeah, in my word, you do. You've got to practice a lot, and you've you've also got to have people that you can you can watch as well and learn new techniques and yeah and stuff like that. So I was pretty blessed when I was growing up and playing a little bit of golf. I got to actually watch the likes of like Braden Field and that, and Braden Field's yeah. actually a phenomenal golfer. Yeah, he, is he really? Yeah. I think I think he plays off about plus three or plus four. So that that's an average of playing three or four under par. Fantastic. So yeah, he's an absolute phenomenal golfer, and I got I got to watch him. Growing up as a kid, and sort of, he was one of my idols. Right, that, up, that's, so. yeah, that's awesome. Oh, you yeah. get on well with our guest from two episodes ago, um, Guy Leach. He's a, yes. a mad golfer now, and um, yep. he's got a fractured ankle at the moment, so he's not doing too much golf <laughs> at, at, at this golf second. At but uh, I think Guy plays off two or three at the moment, and um, yep. Up there in Sydney, but he's uh, he's he's quite blessed. He gets to play most days. Yeah. I feel, and um, and you've got to be careful with all these sports too, Caden, because of course you do the fun runs, and of course we've got a big one coming up on December the twentieth, and it's a very it's a very special run. It's called Run for Tarkin, um, for a local young lad that you and I both know really well, or both knew really well, who um, obviously recently lost his life. Um, now this runs all about um, Tarkin and his family, and it's a very special run. Now I remember. Hey. Um, Waking up uh, one morning, I don't know what time I messaged you, but or I rang you and I said, I've got an idea. Um, I think we need to do a run, but I can't run. So uh, I, obviously I needed you and our little, our little team and um, came up with this idea and we've just jumped on board with it. And uh, it's going to be a fantastic run, but um, it's, uh, it's about 31 kilometres, is it, Caden? I'm pretty sure yeah, it's about 31 yeah, we worked out. Yeah. About that. So it's a very special run. So I'm I'm, I'm going to ask you a bit about about that. I know it's a bit of a it's a bit of a sad subject for us all at the moment, but um we're doing it for a passion, we're doing it for a cause, and that cause yep. of course is youth suicide and um yep. making sure that young people, you know, know what to do, that the, the, the helplines that they can ring including Speak Up Say Chatty, Lifeline, Beyond Blue, all those sorts of things. And of course yep. to raise awareness and, and and money for the family and so forth. So it's a pretty big deal, but I guess you know you're the runner. And uh, it's a pretty passionate thing for you. So I guess, um, yeah, just tell us a bit about, I guess, how you felt when I asked you to do that and then, um, yeah, going from there. Uh, well, I don't even think it was much of a question. I think you you sent the <laughs> message knowing that it was going to be a yes. That's correct. That is correct. Yep. <laughs> I, I, was, I was absolutely all hands on deck before you even asked the question. Yep. But, um, yeah, since then it's been a bit of a roller coaster, obviously, with, with the loss of of our beautiful Tarkin. Um, yeah, you're right, mate. I'm sorry. It is a, it is a really hard subject to talk about. Um, it's raw. It's, it's raw. Really raw. I know it's still it's, raw with yeah. you. But I think what you're doing is amazing. Um, so you, you, this run that you're going to do, you're doing it for um, for your friend and, and, yep. and his family and... Uh, look, Jeez uh, told me a little bit um, that you were a very big, important part of this guy's this guy's Absolutely. life towards the end, and yeah. uh, a bit of a mentor and a, ro- a role model. And I uh, take my hat off to you. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I certainly I, I, is. I can't so, imagine um, what you're going through, but um, I applaud you. I applaud you, and hopefully that uh, this run does really, um, you know, do do some some good for raise awareness. Um, that young people know that they're they're not alone and they can reach out and talk to other people and there is help out there. That's exactly right, and that's what this run yeah. is all about, um, as you know we'll talk about. But Caden, we're starting off at the Bernie Basketball Stadium. 
Yep, yep. Sorry, I'll get back on track. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. You're no, very... still so, pretty raw. So the first, cool, raw. the first That's kilometre is all downhill. I know. How yeah, good is that? Yeah, and I'll be rolling it too, I reckon. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, we're starting at the uh, Burnie Basketball Centre because, obviously, we all know the passion the Tarks had for basketball. Yep. Um, so we're going to start there and we'll go, is it down to the memorial at the Burnie Park? Yeah, down to the out of the shadows into the light memorial garden. Oh, uh-huh. No, all about and, that. Yep, it's a beautiful. Spot. Do the walk. And we'll have a, have a little moment there for parks, and um, we've got we've got a little bit of stuff going on there, and we'll we'll regroup and and head off to uh, Burnie High, where Tarks obviously attended high school down there. Yeah, and, and people can do a lap there if they want with their kids or whatever it might be. Yep, they might yep, want to do a lap. Yep. Whoever wants to turn up and do a couple of laps of the oval or whatever it may be, like we we'll jump on board as well. Like our run doesn't just stop and start there, whoever wants to jump on board or, or anything like that, we're definitely willing to, to give them a hand. Like, it doesn't have to be a run, though, just because that's what it's, what it's named. It can be a walk or whatever their capabilities allow them to do. Yep, and just but to clarify, I've got Clayton, to carry some around. That's right. And just to clarify that as well, um, this run, obviously the, it's just you and a couple of the other guys that will run on the highway. And um, just for anyone that does want to run, they can certainly do that around the Oval at Burnie High School. Ah, oh, damn it. I was going to run the distance with you, Caden. No, but uh, now I know that it's just you on the highway. <laughs> oh, I guess I'll... When you run past Mead Ocean Vista, I'll be on the front deck. I'll give you a wave. <laughs> Thanks, mate. So you, you might have to run, run out of beer, I yeah. Well, you just never know your luck. Yes. And the coastal <laughs> path, people can also run on the coastal pathway as well, which yeah. is good. But anyway, Caden, yeah, so from there, from Burnie High School? Yeah, so from Burnie High, we'll continue along, obviously, on the footpath. We can't can't go on the road because, obviously, the traffic and insurance reasons and stuff like that. So we'll, we'll continue as a small group to the uh, Somerset Basketball Centre, Yep, which was... Tark's beloved club. That was his yep. home they, court. They've done a lot for him, and he's obviously served a lot of time, a lot of profession for them. He was amazing basketball with a bloody lot of talent. Yeah, mm. and, and the under-10 coach as well. That's right, the under-10 coach, and the kids absolutely adored him and looked up to him. <laughs> yeah, they did, yeah. And yeah, so that, that, we'll have a little moment there and have another little regret there. And then we'll continue as just a group of about five or six, just so we're not too much of a nuisance on the highway. Or we might even sort it out that Kyle is is one of his uncles, and uh, and I might just have a bit of a moment to ourselves and and do the do the leg from Somerset to Wynyard. Yep. Just so we can have a bit of a bit of a de-stress and a and a bit of a moment for ourselves. Yes. And uh, we'll regroup uh, in in uh, Wynyard. And we'll head off to the bottom of Fossil Bluff, yep. where the Fossil Bluff tur- turn off is, just to the bottom of the Table Cape Climb. Yes, shall be interesting. Um, we'll head off up the hill as as a group. I don't I don't mind too much how many people sort of jump on board then, because we'll have a uh, a support car that's right up yep. in front, and yep. also a support car behind us. So we've got a couple of sponsors. Jump on board there with V Financial and stuff like that, which yep. is absolutely amazing. So yeah, it's perfect. Hats off to Zach and the team there for for jumping on board and giving us a hand. Yep. Um, but but once we get to the top, we're um, we're all going to part ways. Once we're right at the very peak, and the the last two hundred meters, we're we're actually going to get the family together as a group, and they're actually going to do the last part of the leg and get get to the uh, top of the table cake lookout, which was 
one of Tark's beloved spots where he'd, he'd go up there and hang his feet over the edge and just have a bit <laughs> of an escape and a, and a yeah. bit of a de-stress up there. So Absolutely. it's a pretty important spot to the family and to Tark's as well. So Fantastic. And so yeah. um, with, with the run, uh, it, 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 it's to uh, celebrate this young man's life to but to raise awareness can you know can people jump on board and and help in any way is there um any um fundraising or you know thing that you want to plug in in regards to this so we can get yeah yeah we've, we've got the uh we've got the run for tarts page on facebook i'm currently halfway through getting the page up on instagram too for people to jump on board which I've also had for my fun runs where people can actually follow the progress, like the training, the the run on the day, photos and stuff like that, they can actually follow. Um, it's not just the money and stuff that we're raising for the family. I think the biggest winner at the end of the day is getting the word out there for people to speak up. Yep. If they're struggling with whatever it may be, whether it's been a shit day, whether it's been a loss, whatever it may be, their own mental demons, they don't have to tell you exactly what it is. Even if they just have a chat to you, dribble some crap, just get a smile on their face so they don't think in the same manner. That's exactly right. And, of course, there is a link on the Facebook page. There is also a link to the Bernie Tickets page, and that is where people can buy merchandise if they like. There's hats and T-shirts as well. And they can also donate on that page as well, and all the money goes to the family. Um, just yep. so they can stay at home and, and take time to to get through that grieving to, process. To get through the grieving process, yeah, that's which right. we can never underestimate. You never um, underestimate. Yeah. And uh, everyone, yeah. everyone grieves in, in different ways. That's and right. some people it takes a long time, some people um, not so long, I guess. But the, the important thing is, is that we don't bottle that up and uh, we, exactly you know, right. we grieve together. Um, so you know, we, we laugh together, we cry together, and um, and we stand by each other. And I think what you're doing is amazing. Um, you know, it, it's got me thinking too a little bit about you, Caden. And and uh, I, I will admit, I did ask G this offline. I said, well, "Why is this guy a builder, and why is this guy not doing something with youth?" Yes, we talk about this all the time, don't we, Caden? We do. We do. We've had a couple of conversations around it, and to be honest with you, mate, I'd absolutely love. If the opportunity opportunity ever arose and stuff like that, I'd absolutely love to get into a bit of youth work and and start helping kids and and giving my own little bit just to try and deter them away from any of that sort of stuff. Like, yeah, yeah, it's obviously this is sort of set set it in stone for me. It, it was just a bit of a, a chit chat kind of thing and a bit of a passion for me to to look in that aspect. But now that unfortunately this has happened, I think. That's definitely, definitely my next move. Yeah, definitely. And I think, just so Grant knows as well, and and the listeners too, but uh, um, now... I got Caden to come out and talk to a couple of the schools and, um, of course, one of the schools that this young boy, Tarkin, he was at school, he was in grade 10 at the time, I think. Was he grade 10 or grade 9? Yeah, grade 10. No, he was grade 10. He came in, he was in grade 10. And um, 
and I said to Caden, uh, I got him out to talk about his fun run and I guess his achievements and just as that inspiration for the for these young kids at school and just to give them something to aspire to because Caden's story is a really interesting one um, and he's able to talk to the kids really, really well and, and I remember saying to him, you know, I want you to meet this, this one particular boy, he's really special and I think you two need to meet and that's how they met um, and they formed a really, really close bond. So th- this run, Caden, is um, I know how difficult it's going to be for you and I won't touch on that too much because it is still qu- – it's very raw. But um, it's it's going to be really tough mentally as you. So what are you going to do to prepare yourself for that run, like mentally, um, not just physically? Well, I don't think you can ever really mentally prepare yourself for things like that because there's so many emotions that you feel along the way, like, Halfway through, I might feel as happy as I've ever been and start running four-minute kilometres. Or I might go through a patch where I, I can't stop thinking about it and it's got me in a bit of a slow mode not, and I can barely move. Like it's, there's, there's so many so many emotions that run through your head during a run because you've got so much time to think about stuff. I don't think you can ever really mentally prepare yourself as much as you can physically but I think I, I don't know it's, it's, a, it's a tough one to explain I just yeah I, I'm lucky because I've, I've got a bit of a determination that I just will never give up yes that's I, I don't expect failure I'd, like I just don't get me wrong I've failed at a lot of things in life but running, running definitely hasn't been one of them oh, none of us are <laughs> so, perfect mate we've all no, failed yeah. and uh, it's what you learn from your failures that's right. Uh, that's I think exactly that, um, you know, like, and, and, and that's the mindset that we've got to get into people is that, um, you know, it's 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 not how hard you fall, it's how well you pick yourself that's back exactly up. That's the mark right. of the man. Yeah. And, uh, you know, so you never look back. I, I, I look back at failures and say I'm grateful for them. And it took me a long yeah, time to yeah, accept definitely. that. Um, but yep. I, I also think that uh, everything that happens, it that, that I, I now have that mindset that I'm responsible for it. So yep, yep, um, exactly right. I can improve from that. So, you know, I applaud, I applaud you for what you're doing and I know it's raw, Thank um, you, yep. but I also uh, offer a, a, a flip side to that and, and it, it, what you're doing um, is also um, uh, like in a way a bit of an honour. And yeah, yeah, very um, much. You can very much. you can contribute and you can make a difference and continue to make a difference and um, and that 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 for that um, you know I, I pat you on the back for that. I think that's amazing. So you mentioned before that he was a he was a tradie. He's also a singing tradie. As oh, really? well, just no, in case you are, Grant has a, he's now. got a background in, in oh, music, right. so I more. reckon you could get the singing tradie as well. He's very talented, Caden, and he, I guess, Caden, you've got a lot of things that drive you as well, and it's it's incredible what you're doing, and I think perhaps one day you should start, uh, and hopefully this does open some doors for working with young people, because you've obviously, yeah, you've definitely yeah. got that hopefully. passion there. And I... Uh, I Sorry, I was. I was you were I was all, what you were doing. Be truthful. What were you just doing? I was just pouring myself a glass of red. He was so, pouring himself um, a glass of red. He made the rookie radio mistake where you actually leave the microphone. Well, I left the microphone to do that. Um, now look. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think, mate, I like it. Yeah, I love my reds too, and and thank you. I, I think you can make something from this. So, and 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 if you've got a passion, pursue it because. Um, 
you know, uh, what's it? I heard a really good saying the other day. It was actually it was a Sam Sam Newman actually quoted it. And I heard it oh, on it another podcast. Be, it'd have to be legit, then. and it'd have no. to be phenomenal. Then, yeah, it was, it was. It was actually good. I can't remember what it was, but it basically, you know, um, uh, something about um, you know, following your passions and yeah. and uh, loving what you do, and and you know everything else. Yep. Follow that type of thing. So, 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 what's next for you then? So, um, you know, uh, what what's the future for for Caden? Uh, hopefully, a bright one, mate. To be honest with you, <laughs> hopefully, very bright. But um, I'll just continue to strive to be the best parent I can be, mate, for the kids. And and yeah, ho- hopefully, these these fun runs can can really reach out to people, and and we'll we'll obviously do whatever we can to to really get the, the word out there to speak up and stuff like that. But, yeah, my, my future's looking pretty good, mate. I'm, hopefully I don't do an injury in footy at the return. That's after right. The year off. Yeah, there'll be no injuries because we need you to do these fun runs. Well, Because <laughs> I'm not going to yeah, be doing I, them. <laughs> I, uh, I, I, I'm going to, uh, to, to ask you to come and speak at our Rotary Club. I think our Rotary Club would like to... To hear about it's a you, great idea. Um, yeah, and, that'd be, that'd be amazing, and, mate. and what you're doing, and uh, because you know you've got some like-minded people that like to get behind people like yourself, and and uh, you know we like to throw stuff into the community. I think um, you need to come and talk to me at Zenith as well, because uh, I'm pretty certain there's something that we can do as a company to to support you uh, in your endeavours as well. So That would be fantastic. Yeah, yeah. So, so I might leave that G to try and uh, yep. tee up something offline for us there. Um, yep. But they so just pulled another sponsor just like Well, that. you know, when I heard that you had the boys from, you know, V involved, I, I, I can't let them get all the bloody... Uh, <laughs> All the accolades. Oh, I like it. We've got some healthy competition. No, nah, no. Nah. Well, at, uh, Zach, Zach and uh, his crew are very supportive and very, uh, very supportive in the community, and um, and they they they're of course in the same, so, almost same the same industry. Yeah. They're on the lending side. We're in the in the planning side. Do the two work side by yep. side? But uh, uh, both Zach and I uh, just recently sponsored. Um, the uh, the big uh, trek um, that uh, for T-Mac that Kent Wiley and his oh, crew did. Oh, yeah. nuts. Yeah, nuts. so, yep. um, you know, we love to throw things into the community, and it's all, particularly when it's for a cause like this. And um, I really do, um, you know, we've all had our battles with depression and, um, you know, yeah, you know. Time, yeah, and uh, it touches pretty close to my heart. I've, I've been there. Um you know, fortunately, um, there was a couple of people that would listen to me. Um, but you know, well, the outcome could have been different. Um, at, and sometimes you you can you can save people, and sometimes you can't. But um, you know, you uh, what you're doing is amazing, and uh, we wish you all all the best with it. And uh, we'll catch up with you, and we'll yeah, we'll see what we can do to give you a hand. Yeah, that's- yeah that'd be amazing, mate. Thank you very much. Very, very good. And, uh, yeah, I think uh, good luck with that. And what date's the run again? It's Sunday the 20th. Of the December. 20th. Yeah, Sunday the 20th of December. 20th we of December. Have we got a starting time yet? Actually, okay, no, I don't think we've got that yet, have we? No, nah, nah, no. But anywhere, anywhere between about 
eight, nine o'clock. As as yep. you say, there's, there's no time on the run. It doesn't have to be completed in a certain amount of hours. Yeah, it's absolutely right. That's when we start right. and we finish when we get there. Yeah, uh, and we've got a lot of support great. from Speak Up Say Chatty as well, which is really important. Yeah, um, what a great organisation! Great organisation. And next year, because this is obviously the inaugural event, um, and then the next year that the family have. Um, that they want us to raise money for Speak Up Say Chatty. So it'll be all about Speak Up Say Chatty um, after this year. So that's really great. Yep. And we've got their support for this run. So, you know, and that, that's what we want. Because they go into schools, they yeah. talk to young kids. Oh, they're amazing. You yep. know, and it's yeah. just, yeah. we yeah. need that's them. Beautiful. Now, remind me the name of the guy that started that. Mitch McPherson. Mitch McPherson. Yeah, now, lost his brother to suicide. Yeah, and I had the pleasure of listening to Mitch at um, the suicide out of the darkness walk. Uh, yeah, out of the shadows into the out, light. He came out of the shadows into the, the light, before. yeah. And, uh, um, of course, COVID sort of kind of wrecked yeah. this year's, unfortunately. We still um, did it, but, yeah. Because it did many other things. Uh, like it did with most things, yeah, you're right. But um, no, We were talking about that before, weren't we, before well, we got Caden on air about the... Because uh, people, Caden, I've been putting up my Christmas decorations and people have been saying, it's really bad luck to put up Christmas decorations before the 1st of December. And I've just gone, we've had a world pandemic. How much worse can it get? <laughs> so what if we put our decorations up a little bit early? Are yours up early? You know. Have you got your no, Christmas? No, no, no Christmas lights for me. No. Oh, you I'm, hate I'm with lights. you. He I don't like the lights, lights either. So I I'm, forgot about that. I'm a bit of a Greek. Yeah. He is, yeah. He's a Christmas Grinch. <laughs> no. Look, I think, you know, like Jeepers Creepers, I mean, we're not going to have Christmas parades. No. Um, no, that's right. And I find that really sad. I do. Yeah. I do. Yeah. I, I think... Um, I'm going to walk around the streets in a Santa suit, I think. Just well, to, somebody needs to do it. I, <laughs> yeah. I think someone needs... Santa needs to still come into town and visit the kids and needs to throw lollies out of a car yeah, or yeah, something. So I hope, yeah, I, I hope that happens. Um, yeah, it, it will happen. Yeah, I, I hope it does. It, uh, yep, we've got... Uh, it's, the weather's warming up, so we've got a good, uh, good summer ahead of us, mate. And, um, yeah... Uh, you just keep doing what you're doing because it's bloody amazing. Thank you very much, mate. I'll, I'll continue to do it for as long as my legs let me. Righto. Yeah, brilliant. Thank well, you, Caden. Thanks for taking the time out to have a yak toss tonight as well. All right. Thank you very All much. All right, Caden. We will uh, let you be. Um, everybody uh, get around this guy and, uh, yeah, thank you, sir. We'll see you again. Thank you very much, guys. See you. Bye. Bye. Oh, hey. Look at that. He hung up before he, I did. He hung up before you. I was going to fade him out. You were. It doesn't matter how nah. amazing is Caden. No, nah, look, he, he really is uh, quite a unique young guy. And um, uh, I hope he doesn't mind me saying this, but if you don't know him and you meet him, he's quite a big, fit-looking guy. And I've seen him on the football field and... He's a little bit intimidating on the football field. He goes pretty hard. He goes very hard. Um, he can run so fast. He's almost like, you know, the Roadrunner cartoon? Yeah. Yeah, he's like Roadrunner. Yeah, he's yeah. so fast. Um, but uh, he's a he's a good bloke, and what he does is uh, yeah. is quite amazing. He and has a heart, and uh, his heart is pure gold. Yeah, it must be. Um, and, you know, we talk about, you know, ordinary people that are doing extraordinary things. Um, Perfect yeah, example. Pretty pretty uh pretty pretty good example of someone local doing something so thank you Caden and uh thank you G on you you guys were connected I didn't realize that uh you were you're that deeply involved in the the whole I mean I know with the Tarkin issue but yeah 
Oh, um, absolutely. I've been a big supporter been of big supporter. for obviously many years. But that's what, you, many years. that's what you do. You support a lot of uh, organisations. That, that's and right. And it's all about raising money. And we all do what we're good at. Obviously, Caden's yeah. good at running. I do not run. But I'm good at organising things and, mm. and doing things for charities yep. and foundations. So that that's my passion and that's what I'm good at. So we make a really good team because we can organise you know, all those things and, and do what we're good at. And and this podcast is a great way for us to get that message out Absolutely there. Absolutely, it and, is, uh, yep. As our listenership grows, um, you know, hopefully people get on board and, and get in touch with us. So in saying that too, I might ask people that if there's uh, a particular thing that you want us to talk about or if you've got a question that you want to ask us, by all means, um, Please send it in because uh, we want to. We, we'll bring it up and we'll review it. We, our podcast with our, our Facebook page is uh, is launching. Yes, this uh, week. I think it's this week. So yeah, this week. Uh, I can't uh, tell you what it is yet because it's not finished. But it will launch by the time you've listened to this. It's probably launched. But if not, you know, share it with your friends. Get it round. Absolutely. Um, the more listeners we get, the better we get, and we'd really appreciate if you. You know, you, you go on to your Spotify or your Apple Podcasts or whatever medium it is that you're listening to us and give us a, a five-star rating or whatever the equivalent is because that helps us. And uh, we want to continue to do this. So we want to get some really good guests, um, you know, not just celebrities but local people like Caden. Yeah, doing amazing and things. Doing amazing things. Yeah, because we like to hear about amazing things. We and do, talk and to I just love people. those inspirational stories and, you know, getting, I guess, learning about people's passions, about yeah. why they do what they do, and yeah. that, that that's really what, I, what we're all about. I, I think we could have gone a lot deeper with Caden, but I, I think it's a little bit too early, you know, and, and obviously you could hear that yeah. he was slightly up, oh, yes. upset it's there. Oh, yes, it's a massive thing. So, and um, um, it is yeah, a massive thing, and uh, we've all lost someone to to suicide and yeah. um, and don't forget too I guess good. if you're feeling you know if you're not feeling well yourself don't forget to call obviously there's Lifeline Beyond Blue um, places like that yeah, um, the helpline so please make sure you do that speak get online up, stay speak chatty, up stay chatty and uh, um, reach out to each other yeah reach out to each other and that's the message you want to get across just reach out talk to people talk to friends family um, people that you know someone at your school or at your workplace and just let them know how you're feeling yeah blokes are notorious for not speaking up and they are so it's really important that we get um, men speaking up especially and particularly and correct me if I'm wrong but here in the northwest coast of Tasmania we have the highest rate of is we it do. male suicide yeah of male suicide so it's quite yeah. it's quite it's quite like a in lot. the country yep yeah so we need to do something. We are, and we are doing things, of course. We've got the Out of the Shadows into the Light walk that happens every year, which is amazing, um, through Lifeline. But we really, you know, we just need, really need to keep things pumping all year round and, you know, keep getting this word out there and, and save lives. That's what we want to do. Absolutely. Yep. That's absolutely right. Yep. Save lives. Get behind it. Very good. Well, yep. G, what's the plans for the rest of the week? Uh well, look, I'm just going to get more Christmas decorations, I think. I think I'm going to go all out this year just because I feel like it. So probably buying more Christmas decorations, working, of course, and looking forward to having a weekend off this weekend. Really? I actually get to no chill commitment. out for the weekend. No commitment. Fantastic. So I'm really excited about that. Fantastic. I'm yeah. going to hit the road this weekend. I'm going to drive down to the uh, beautiful capital of Tasmania, Hobart. I love Hobart. Mm, going to go down there and... Uh, Enjoy a couple of nice meals. I might get to Miwa. 
Miwa. Miwa. I've never been to Miwa. Miwa. I might uh, catch up with uh, our old mate Broods down oh, there. Oh, Mark Brunel, what an absolute legend he yeah, is. He yeah, he is an absolute legend. One uh, of the great rock gods of all time. Uh, in his own, in his uh, own lunchbox. lunchbox. Yeah. He's a legend in his own lunchbox, but he's a beautiful man and a uh, good friend of mine, so I look forward to catching up and, of course, a friend of yours too. Yep. Uh, but apart from that, um, no, it's just another another week as per usual. Um you know, we've got a great guest coming up next week. So yes, can't wait. I uh, can't wait to share that with you. Um, but it was really good today in our fourth episode to to interview someone local. Our last three guests, well, Isaac was, was local, but yep. um, has somewhat some international um, fame. But our other two guests, of course, uh, actually, who were our other two guests? We had oh Bleachy. And who did we have we last week? That. Oh, my we had God. Jeff oh, Roll Jeff from San, Diego. from San Diego. Oh, my God. Now, I need to know. Did you download the book? Oh, I haven't downloaded the book yet. I need to do that. I'm going to do that this week. That's you know, what I'm going to do on the weekend. Procrastination How was... How to fall uh, in love in 120 days. How to find your soulmate How in 120 days. And procrastination uh, was within no. one of his five right. uh, techniques. I just, it's just don't. So I'm going to do that yeah. this yeah. weekend. I'm going to oh download God, the book. God, you got writer's cramp when you were writing I on the know. notes. I'm going to start counting down the 120 so, days. Big shout out to Jeff. What a great great man he's a good, good friend yeah. and uh, we'll catch up with him soon and I've uh, got a couple other people from over that way that we're going to be talking to shortly too which we'll, we'll get a bit of a I'm laugh I'm going to start about. working on my American accent yeah <laughs> that was terrible wasn't no, that it was, I can't do it that was pretty bad yeah I know sorry that was pretty bad and uh, when you go to America the last thing you want is an American you accent you really don't no yeah. if you want to get a free drink talk in the Aussie accent be Australian yeah fair enough awesome 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 so I think we might uh, we might call it a, a night. Yeah, thanks guys for listening, and a big thank you, of course, to Caden for oh. coming along and talking tonight as well. Yeah, it's been fantastic. What a, what a terrific ma- yep. young man and uh, and um, a good example for our community. So, uh, bid you farewell. Bid and, you farewell. Uh, out until next week. We'll take you out with a little bit of Scotty. If you hear me!